to another episode of Quilt Buzz, the podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey! And our special guest, Orlando of Quiltysaurus. Hi, guys. <laughs> so before we jump into all our quilting and long arm fun today, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Orlando? Uh, sure, yeah. So my name is Orlando. Um, I, I run Quiltysaurus long arm and embroidery here in New York City. Um, I was born in the Dominican Republic, so I have Caribbean blood running through me, but I call NYC home um, ever since the age of three. So um, I've also worked in the finance and banking industry for the past 15 years, and I run a small part-time quilting and embroidery business in New York City. That's really cool. We have like so many questions about how do you fit your long quilting machine, but we will get there. <laughs> Amanda just want, and I just really want to know. Anyway, um, but uh, before we jump into that though, um, are you able to tell us the story behind your Instagram handle? Because we're fans. Absolutely. <laughs> this might be our, sorry to all our other guests, this might be the best handle yet. <laughs> That's good to hear, good to hear. So I am a huge dork. Um, I am what you consider now an older millennial as Gen Z has, <laughs> has keeps, re- keeps, keeps reminding me. Um, I just feel as old as a dinosaur and I love quilty things. So hence how Quiltisaurus was born. So it's just, it's just something punny. And it's an excellent one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, can you tell us about your quilting journey so far? How'd you get into it and how'd you start long arm quilting? Yeah, sure. So, um, actually I'm a brand, I'm what's considered a still a pretty newbie quilter. I've only been quilting since the beginning of the pandemic, actually since September of 2020. So it's almost pretty much two years now. And, um, I had been sewing pretty much all my life on and off. Um, a lot of home decor stuff, a lot of like upholstery stuff, curtains, pillows, all kinds of things. And then um, there was a lot of anxiety going on in 2020. <laughs> so I, so I kind of needed an, a creative outlet to put all my anxiety and my frustrations, just put them to rest. So I took an online quilting class and I absolutely fell in love. I always thought that quilting was just for old ladies. No offense, but the quilting bug bit me and it bit me pretty hard <laughs> and I've been quilting <laughs> quilting ever since yeah. and was the class you t- took was it uh you know just on your domestic machine patchwork yeah or? so it was um so it was from niche quilts um she offered an online oh, yeah. class and that's so I took it um she put together a wonderful little kit everything was already pre-cut <laughs> batting was awesome. included backing was included and <laughs> every week for a couple of weeks we put it together and then we quilted it that sounds awesome. really yeah. cool yeah i'm sure she'd be really pleased to hear that and she listens yeah. to this <laughs> it was a lot of fun it was so much so much fun and like how many people were in that class i think the class had about maybe 15 students oh nice mm-hmm. that's a good size yeah. So you're able to get to know each other and stuff? Correct, yeah. And then so how did you go from that first quilt kit to long arming? 
Um, so in all honesty, it started out of a pure hate for basting. <laughs> <laughs> Spray basting and pin basting stresses me out a lot. Yeah. Um, so a friend of mine told me that I could, if I used quilted on alarm, I didn't have to baste anymore. So I was like, so the little hamster wheel started turning. And then um, I rented time uh, in my local quilt shop and I learned how to use a machine and that was it was it just took off from there like I started like how can I get this machine in my apartment um, <laughs> and how can I justify paying all this money for this huge machine okay I need to start quilting for others and there we go that's how it happened that, that question and those questions you... did not cross like they have crossed our minds before <laughs> living in oh, New yeah. York City <laughs> it's a big commitment what, it's a big it commitment. is yeah it and is. also like I mean not only space but like yeah. I mean to your point it's it's an expensive yeah. machine yeah. but but so what what kind of attracts you about long arm quilting what do you think like besides the no basting <laughs> so since I'm an older millennial now <laughs> quilting on a domestic machine it wears on your shoulders and it wears on your back so I was like if I'm gonna make it to 75 I need to <laughs> I need to pay for a alarm machine because it's really killing my back because you're scrunched over yeah. and you're and and you're pretty much just pushing all this fabric to this little teeny tiny um, machine and I really wanted to do fun stuff I wanted to do um, for flowers and i wanted to do fun geometric shapes so i was like okay a cool alarm machine is going to do that for me so let me just go for it and did you go down what what to your local quilt shop is like gotham? so so i like gotham i usually get a lot of fabric from gotham but um my favorite one is um pins and needles in mount Kisco, new york they have everything that i need over there so yeah and this they're great they're awesome people too so the three of us um, live in New York City and the city has a reputation for, you know, small living spaces. So could you describe your quilting workspace? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually very lucky that I have a pretty big space here. So um, I have my own little sewing room slash workspace. So I've been working from home the past couple of years. So um, I can pretty much divide my sewing room into my office and also my sewing rooms. That's where I keep my serger and my um, main sewing machine and also my embroidery machine. And then I actually keep the long room in the living room. So I, <laughs> it's a big 14 foot machine. So it takes up a, so I'm pretty lucky that the living room is pretty much wow. here. So yeah. um, I did have to get rid of my couch, which I dearly, dearly miss. Oh. Um, but other than that, it's been great. So I long arm in the living have, room and I quilt in my workroom. And did you have to uh, like, are you in an apartment building? So I live in a, in a two family home. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you have to install any extra soundproofing or anything like that? Not, not at all. I thought I did in the beginning, but so I, I keep the long arm machine on, on carpet. So that yeah. dampens the sound. But the good thing about it, I quote, I quote on a Bernina um, Q24. So mm -hmm. it's a very quiet machine, which is great. So when I was um, shopping around, I needed something that was quiet because I didn't want the neighbors coming knocking on my door at all, all times of day. So, yeah. Because uh, you want to be able to, you want to be able to quilt after night. Exactly. That's the only time that I can quilt. <laughs> I work during I mean, the day and then I quilt at night. So, yeah. What would surprise someone the most about running a long arm quilting business in the city? 
I think it's 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 normal. I mean, a, a lot of people are surprised that I even actually have one. So that's like the main question. Like, how yeah. how 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 is that possible? <laughs> it is possible. Send us floor plans. <laughs> it, it, it is possible. You just have to organize your space in a way that that it's actually where you can actually work and you can actually live at the same time. So, because I don't have the luxury of having a basement or an attic where I can just put my machine. So. Um, we, as New Yorkers, we get creative <laughs> and we make do with the little space that we have and with what we have. So, yeah. Speaking of storage, do you have any, uh, storage or workflow tips or advice for our listeners? Mm -hmm. Um, Ikea is your best friend. Um, <laughs> the, particularly the Ikea Alex drawers. <laughs> I have like six of those things and they're great because they have wheels and you can just move those things around anywhere. So... Um, I also have the IKEA pegboard system, so I keep a lot of my, my sewing notions and my sewing tools on there. I try to be as organized as I can, um, even though if you take a look at my space now, <laughs> it looks like a tornado pretty much went through it. So, And then I also use um, the space under the alarm. I use it for storage as well, so I keep a lot of oh, bedding okay. on there, my threads, and I have a couple of carts as well that I can just... Um, roll around so i keep my steam generator on there and all my little um notions that i need for when i long run so everything is on wheels so which is great yeah that sounds really cool <laughs> <laughs> and so do you find that now that you've started um the long run business, do you still have time to work on your own projects or is it a constant juggling act it's a constant juggling act <laughs> But plus work plus work yeah so but I, I don't i don't mind it alarming is something that i enjoy so much so um i haven't worked on my own quilts in two months now <laughs> but hopefully I, I i should be able to so i just have to find in the time to get some of my stuff done too are most of your clients based in the city so a lot of them are actually yeah so um i offer both mail-in and local um mm -hmm. quilting but a lot of my clients are from all over the tri-state area. So New Jersey, Connecticut, Westchester, um, and a lot in this in the city. I was really surprised. I didn't think there would be that many cultures in the city, especially Brooklyn. So I didn't know Brooklyn had that many cultures. So just shout out to all my that, Brooklyn cultures. Yeah. You guys are awesome. I guess that's why there's also there's a Brooklyn quilting guild there. There's a yeah. Brooklyn guild. Yeah. 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 So I can see why that that's big. Yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, you started off taking classes, uh, renting time on your, on a machine at a local, at your local store. How do you know, how has it been getting up and running to a business point? Like, you know, how has it been, you know, finding new pantographs and, you know, finding clients and stuff like that? So in the beginning, um, honestly, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I was like, <laughs> I said to myself, I'm going to get this long arm. We'll figure it out as we go. But the timing um, was great because there was a, a alarm league. They have a rookie season, and I actually signed up for the rookie season back in January. So the time the timing worked out perfect. So I signed up. They taught me everything that I needed to know to start a long run business, and so far it's been great. Knock on wood. That's the yeah. long arm league. The long arm the, uh, league. Yeah. The one that yeah. so that looks like a baseball team. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's them yeah they've been great they taught me yeah. so many things about the business and marketing myself because i had i had no idea what oh, wow. I was doing. so about social media presence all that things that i've been working on little by little yeah 
Because mm-hmm. you know when you when you're your own small business, you your HR, your payroll, yes. <laughs> your marketing, <laughs> your your you're all that. Yeah. It can get pretty overwhelming when you're alone. And especially like when you first start off, because it's like, where do you begin? So it's yeah. sounds really good, like a very useful resource for someone that's uh, it, new it to, was. It new was to the and, business. And, yeah, and the weekly meetings, um, you can ask as many questions as, as you want. Um, you can bring up things you're struggling with, and the because you're there with other students that are in the same situation that you're in. So it's great to have that resource um, to go to where that you can ask questions. So yeah, that's awesome. In addition to Lyme quilting, you also offer embroidery services. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, I've taken some embroidery classes also during the pandemic. So um, it's something that I, I love embroidered quilts. I think it just adds an extra touch to the quilt. Um, so I started offering embroidery and people usually do like a person's name embroider or some, some people want a full embroidered quilt label on there. So once a client, if the client wants me to do that, they do so, they specify that on my form and then I'll follow up with an email asking them um, what would they like on the, on, the, on the label. And then I pretty much designed the label on, on the computer and I send them some mock-ups and see if they like it and then we just take it from there and then I'll embroider it and I'll include it. I'll attach it to the quote if they want me to. Does anyone do any other types of embroidery beyond labels or names? Um, so far, that's all I've gotten. I mean, I'm pretty open if they want to do something a little bit more complex. I'm pretty open for that as well. Do you have like a dream long arm project that's just like wild and crazy that you'd love to tackle? Um, hmm. I would love to do some free motion, some custom quilting eventually. Ooh. Because some of these things, um, for, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Judy Madsen. She does amazing, beautiful ruler work and free arm quilting work so i would love to get to that level the only problem is that these quilts take days (laughs) (laughs) days to to quote so right now that's just not feasible for me for anyone considering getting into long arm quilting since it's still fresh in your Mm -hmm. mind what would be your like best tips or tricks or like um best advice for someone thinking about it um make sure that quilting is something that you love (laughs) 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 and that you're you're willing to spend all this money on a machine um that is going to take up (laughs) probably the entirety of your space Um, (laughs) your couch got kicked out (laughs) exactly and i I really really miss my couch but it's all right. yeah, so just um, yeah. just think think about it, um, play around with it. It's it's um, there's definitely a learning curve. Um, you will cry um, yourself to sleep sometimes um, because you can't figure out how to solve an issue. But at the end, in the end, it's worth it. So it's just um, if you have if you can get a chance to rent time on your on a machine, go for it and see if it's really for you. Did you try several different long arm quilting machines before committing to the Benino? I did. So I tried the Handy Quilter and also the Juki um, long arms. Okay. But um, I just fell in love with the Bernina and yeah. And did you have to travel quite a few locations, like dealers, to in order to try that? Or did you go to like a quilt festival or a convention where you're, all the brands were there? 
Yeah, so there there weren't <laughs> there weren't any um, co festivals um, right. <laughs> around that time going on. So I actually had to travel. So I went up here in Mount Kisco to Pins and Needles, and also went to a couple of dealers in Pennsylvania um, because there aren't that many <laughs> dealers that sell long arms yeah. over here. So mm. I had to do a little bit of driving. When you started out, did you like? buy a package of standard pantographs uh, to work with? Or like, how do you pick different designs that you want to have um, on hand for your clients? Yeah, so actually, the when um, after completing the Long Arm League rookie season, they gave us a ton of pantos. So mm. it was a great starter set. And also, I just bought a lot of stuff that I liked myself. And also, because I, I say that I have a good eye for design. <laughs> But um, I pretty much um, ended up picking, I went to, to a lot of different people's websites and I saw kind of what they had and I got some of those as well, just to get an idea of what people liked. And then on Instagram, I just Google, I just searched hashtag pantograph and mm-hmm. then I just took it from there. So whatever the, the most popular ones were and the ones that I liked, those are the ones that I actually purchased too. So. What oh kind my God, of that um, sounds like a deep, deep hole. <laughs> yeah, I had a long list of about maybe 50 or 60, but oh my God. that's a ton of money. So I was like, let me just, yeah. <laughs> let me start out with 10. Then we'll take it yeah. from there. Because that's at what? least like 600 bucks there easily. Easily, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, these things are like 15, like 15 bucks a pop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what, um, what criteria makes your cut for a good pantograph? Um, I like stuff that would look good on a variety of quotes, whether it be traditional quotes, modern quotes, anything in between. So, yeah. What's your personal favorite? Um, Baptist fans. I could yeah. quote Baptist fans over and over again. I'm not tired of it. <laughs> so I did get a couple of quotes quoted by you and I really, yeah. really, you did a really great job. One of the surprises that I got back when I got my quote back was a packet of pop rocks (laughs) Um, they're a really really nice addition actually Um, are you able to explain why pop rocks Uh, as a kid who grew up in the 80s and 90s pop rocks were cool (laughs) pop rocks were just like exactly so I pop rocks every now and then so I guess I'm one of the cool kids still yeah exactly yeah I love nerds (laughs) so it's just a piece of nostalgia that I like to um, in part with my quilting, so I always put those on there. So and people, people love them. Oh, it's um, the best! As you wrap up uh, your first year of uh, the long run business, what are you thinking? What are your goals for uh, the year ahead? Um, so my main goal is simple: is just to keep on quilting. Um, I love long arming. Um, I actually get to quilt um, quilts that I will probably never get a chance to make. <laughs> Because there's only so many hours in the day, so I love getting them. My, my favorite thing is when I get a quote that comes in and I open it up, it's like Christmas. <laughs> like my eyes twinkle up, it's like, ooh, this is so pretty. What am I going to do with this? So that's that's my goal. Just keep quilting and keep doing a good job. Um, hopefully get repeat clients, more clients, and just take it from there. That's such a good point that you have you'll have so much more exposure to different styles and patterns and colors that you might never choose. Yeah. Um, I'm very envious. This is, I'm adding to my list of pros on why I need a long arm machine. <laughs> Amanda, you know that I'm going to be coming over to your place. <laughs> I know you'll basically move in. Yeah. You, you can actually get one. Um, they're 
long arms that aren't that big and don't take up too much space. Um, some of them, I think Granina has one that's like 10 feet long, and you can bring it down to five feet. So oh, there's, there's, the possibilities are there. It's never too late. <laughs> so on that note, it is time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Orlando? Yes, I am. Okay, Wendy, why don't you kick us off? Okay. So what is your favorite time of day to long arm quilt? That would be early evening. And do you wear shoes while sewing? Just like me driving barefoot. Oh, so do I. I drive barefoot too. Even in the winter? Yeah. Quick question. So do you have like on your left foot, do you have like your shoe on and then your right foot doesn't have a shoe on? So I wear slip-ons, <laughs> slip-on dress <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so those are easy to take on and off. So Does your long arm machine have a name? Yes. Yeah, so, so her name is Paulette Bonafonte. And... Why is it Bonafonte? <laughs> so she's actually the character that Jennifer Coolidge plays in, uh, played in Legally Blonde. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> the bend and snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Works every time. Um, <laughs> that is a fantastic callback. Thank you. That's a good movie. So while sewing, music, Netflix, podcast, or the sounds of silence? So 80% music, 20% RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I love that too. What's your current favorite? Um, so I, for me, it's usually 60s pop divas and 80s um, ballads. And do you have a favorite snack while quilting? Um, sour candy. What kind of sour candy? <laughs> so I like the the sour sour ropes and also the, um, the Haribo sour gummy bears. Oh, yeah. Mm. Favorite traditional block? I love the Ohio Star. It's my favorite. And what's your favorite color? I have two, pink and blue. And what's your favorite brand of solids? Kona. And what color fabric do you use the most? White. Solids or print fabrics? Both. And who is your favorite pantograph designer? Uh, That would be Julie Hurt. And what's the last pantograph you added to your library? Uh, Modern Curves. And what is the favorite project you long arm quilted this year? So it was actually one of my own. It was on um, the Alhambra Rosette Quilt by Ty Flanagan. Oh, I think I saw that on your uh, Instagram. Is that yeah. FPP or It's FPP, music? yeah. It took me almost a year <laughs> to finish. <laughs> well, how did you quilt it? Just regular straight lines. Uh, what's your favorite quilt shop? Um, so Pins and Needles in Montesco and Online Fabric Bug. Uh, what sewing notion couldn't you live without? School glue. Just regular Elmer's? Regular Elmer's glue. Can I ask for what? <laughs> Mostly for binding and for keeping um, seams in check. Oh. Yeah. oh. I have tried it with binding. Like You can match to match your, um, is it to match the, uh, the pattern on the uh, binding? So, yeah, so actually, so what I do, I'll, I'll glue, so I'll sew the binding to the front, and then I'll glue it and iron it. And then it keeps oh. keeps it nice and tidy for me. Interesting. Uh, what thread brand do you use on, uh, use to long um, quilt your projects? So I love Glide. That's my favorite. And what is your most requested thread color? Linen. And follow up, what quilt thread color do you wish people would use more? Hot pink. 
Oh, yeah. It goes with everything. It's basically it neutral. Maybe I'll add that to um, my request form next time I quote with you. <laughs> <laughs> the color's fun. I love color. Like, I'm, not, I'm not scared of color. So I love fluorescent. Like It's just hard to find. Uh, do you have a, a pressing preference? Um, open, usually. I think we're going to know the answer to this one is uh, pick one, Baptist fans, floral, or geometric pantographs. Um, Baptist fans. All day, every day. <laughs> All day, every day. <laughs> uh, low, medium, or high density pantographs? Medium. What's your favorite batting weight? Um, I like Midloft. That oh. quilt's awesome. Yeah. Uh, machine or hand bind? Machine. Pre-wash, always, sometimes, never. Never. And what's your favorite part of the long arm quilting process? Um, getting the quilt off the frame. Because you're finally done. You're like, and you're like, it just rolls out and you're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you have the space that you can roll it all out or do you have to put it up on a wall to see the... Um, yeah, I can just roll it all out. Okay. Yeah. What is your least favorite part? of the quilting process that would be loading and what's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up not putting stuff where it goes after i use it (laughs) (laughs) who is your quilty bff Uh, so that would be my buddy kelly from still city quilt co she's my shoulder that i cry on when i need it so she's awesome and who's your quilty crush um, it's actually not a quilty crush. It's a quilty infatuation. Um, I love this woman. I want to be adopted by her. Um, I want to be her when I grow up. Um, so that would be Eva Steiner from Schnickschnack Quilt. Oh, yes. Um, I will learn German for this woman um, in a heartbeat. <laughs> I would go to Switzerland and, and learn from her. It's, it's not a quilty crush. It's a quilty, quilty love. And how many quilts are in your work in progress pile now? Right now, five. And where do you store your whips? Um, in Ikea drawers. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have any other interests? Um, I love hand sewing. So I love um, English paper piecing. So I'm working on a, um EPP project right now. Hopefully it'll get done before the end of the year. But we'll see. Is it, <laughs> no uh, are you following a pattern? or? I am, yeah. It's a smitten quilt. Uh, we've got just a couple more questions for you. And first up are who are three accounts you think everyone should be following and why? Um, yeah, so I love um, uh, Vicati from Suspicious. She's my fellow she's my fellow Dominican cousin, as I say. And she's great. Um, great pattern, pattern writer, um, great use of color. She's awesome. Um, also, Emily from Peach and Honey Stitchery. She's very fun, lots of bold colors. She's great. And also Mr. Larry, he is awesome. He's He does sewing, he does crafts. He's just a ball of sunshine, and I, I love him. <laughs> All right, so before we sign off, do you have any fun projects on the horizon that you're able to share with our listeners? Um, hopefully next year I'll be able to launch my own um, foundation paper piecing blocks. So I'm currently working Ooh. on those. It's been on and off, <laughs> but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, those should come out next year. Are you working on 
um, like a suite of blocks with a specific theme or just? Um, so mostly 80s themed blocks. So I'm obsessed, obsessed with the 80s. So hopefully, yeah, those, those should be fun. Okay. I'll have to I'll keep an eye out for that. I'm, I'm excited to see the colors that you pick. And yeah. I'm assuming it'll be hot pink. Lots of, lots of hot pink, lots of neons. Yeah. Very I'm cool. so excited. Yeah. Uh, so we need to wrap today up and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy. I am the dot weekend quilter. Anna, our tech editor extraordinaire is at Wax and Wayne Studio and Orlando. I'm Orlando at Quiltisaurus on Instagram. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's show, we hope that you subscribe to the podcast and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you love by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, it would make our day. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.